Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Jared Greenberg is an NBA on TNT superstar reporter, NBA TV host, and reporter on Twitter at Jared S. Greenberg. That's Jared S. as in spectacular Greenberg, and he's joining me right now on this program. Mr. Greenberg, good morning. What's up, buddy? I, I thought you might say the S is for sleepy. No. <laughs> at, at, nor is it for sell you out. Some people oh. we do, but not you because we're friends. Uh, okay, well, thank you. I appreciate you guys having me back on. Good to be with you, Bill. Uh, wonderful to have uh, you back with us as well. Let me ask you a question. Tom and I are in a yeah. disagreement. Uh, I'm not a stylish guy. Now, I can dress nice when I go to an NBA game. Now, you've got real style. You've got some moves. I went out and bought myself some Nike sweats the other day because, A, they're comfortable, and, B, I like, to, I like to fly in sweats. Tom is telling me that means that I'm basically a loser. I'm trying to tell Tom he doesn't know how the world works. What say right. you? Uh, I, I, so, you know me. I love to have an opinion on things. Yes, uh, but I, I'm I'm torn on this one because I okay. I prefer to fly in sweats, but I have a rule for myself that the only time I fly in sweats is if I have like an early morning flight or I'm taking a red eye. Uh, I prefer I'm not old school like I'm not putting on a suit to fly like you used to like in the 70s or 80s. Mad but man. I'm uh, yeah. I'm I, I like to put on a pair of pants and and a shirt when I fly. Uh, you and I are different. I. I'm the guy that gets upgraded to first class a lot because I fly a lot, and I will ro- roll in and some clothes. What are you, Bougie Bill? Well, Bougie Bill, but then the ladies next to me who are si- my, my seatmates will often push the bell and then point at me as if to say, he's in the wrong place. He shouldn't even <laughs> be on the plane. So I'm trying to upgrade my sweats game, right? Because I have right. some real cruddy sweats, and I'll just roll in. Right. I do a lot of right. L.A. to New York, New York to L.A., and I'll get upgraded on those things to the fancy pants area. And I just, I've had flight attendants tell me that, you know, you're not allowed to panhandle on the plane. I'm like, I know, I'm just <laughs> trying to get my seat. So maybe I should dress nicer. Um, Draymond, is true story, bro. Draymond Green suspended five games. Okay, before I give you my take, and who cares? You're here to give us yours. How do you feel like the NBA did in the, the punishment they meted out, given what we saw? Yeah, I, I, I thought it was fair. Right, like, let, let's keep it within the context of, you know, how sports works. They're not going to, like, abolish him from the sport. They're not going to give him a 30-game suspension. Um, I, I, was, I was thinking it would be less just from, like, what I thought the NBA would do. But, you know, does he deserve five games? Yes. And, and I, what, what, I'm, what I'm happy about what the NBA is not running from is that – it, 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 there is a collective – there's a collection of behavior that, it, that, that contributes to this and that it's not just a singular event where maybe if he – if this was the first time he had gotten ejected or gotten into an altercation or done something out of line, he wouldn't have gotten five games. Maybe this is a one- or two-game suspension 
uh, if this if this was an isolated event, but it's not. So I'm glad to see they gave him five games. I don't think you can ask for too much more. I know there were people asking for double-digit suspension. I, I just didn't see that coming. Yeah, I would have gone ten, but I think five okay. is very is very reasonable and very very fair. Uh, do you so so what got lost and I'm sure the NBA did not love this what got lost in that night were some really good games I thought some good uh, in season tournament games including yeah. a a pretty good team whose whose center got got uh, put in a chokehold and dragged you know across the floor are, are you buying the Timberwolves I'm not saying they're, they're NBA champions but do you think this is the team or one of the teams that make a leap this year and are legitimately a top four team in their conference Yeah no question I think they are this year's Sacramento Kings. I, in the preseason, in my whatever-it's-worth predictions, put the Minnesota Timberwolves to finish fourth in the West, and I got a whole bunch of pushback from people saying, you're out of your mind. Um, <clears throat> now, listen, I, wasn't, I, I, was, I, I may be right about that. I was very wrong about some other teams, so I don't want to take too much credit. But, but I, I think every year we, we kind of forget that there are teams, like you said, that take these leaps. And, and for me, when you're doing, like, regular season predictions on how teams are going to finish over the course of 82 games, what matters, and, and, and it's a sad state of affairs, <clears throat> excuse me, Bill, but it matters to find teams that are going to care about the 82, right? Not to say that they're not focused on a championship, because I think if you ask anybody to a man in that Timberwolves locker room, they think they can win a championship. But for them, each night they go and suit up, they're not worried about resting. They're not worried about taking nights off. They're not saying – Oh, we'll get them next game. They're trying to take your head off each and every night because they understand they're building something. And when you're making preseason predictions and when you're looking at the, the, the marathon of a season, a team like the Timberwolves fit the model for being this year's surprise. They're young. They have a budding superstar. They have another star who's angry in Carl Anthony Towns that, that he's been overlooked because he once was the face of the franchise and now he's kind of a, a backseat driver, if you will, of that franchise. So I, I just think they're the perfect team to really run up and surprise teams this year. And like, like you said, I don't think they're going to compete for a championship, but I think they're a team that could be at the very least to the second round of the NBA playoffs. Jared Greenberg here on the show. Jared, for one team to rise, another has to fall. Will the Clippers ever win another NBA game? No, no. They will, they will lose so. every game the rest of the season. Right, right. Yep. <laughs> I'm not good and at the I math. Think, and I, but, I think Taylor, yeah. Taylor Swift is going to rewrite her, her lyrics after changing them for, for Travis Kelsey. She's going to write, Karma is the guy in the Clipper uniform. <laughs> right? That, that's what it's mm. going to be. That was very – you could wear sweats anywhere with that lyric. Like, you get a pass because <laughs> that was strong. <laughs> I'm not a big Harden guy at this stage of his career and everything we've seen, everything we know for me. Uh, do you, once they do next year, I guess, win a game, uh, do you have some op- – do, do you retain any optimism? Are there any kernels, any embers of hope for you, if, for the Clippers, that this will somehow work out? Well, going back to my, my preseason predictions, I thought the Clippers were going to finish second in the West, and that was before they traded for James Harden. I just looked at this team – as a motivated group, and I had spoke with people inside the organization who told me, and, and, you know, you have to sift through a lot of the BS, but that this was the best training camp they had seen in a very long time, that there was focus, that it seemed to me, and this is just me reading some tea leaves, not, not hearing this from anybody, but it seemed like the Clippers kind of took it personally about this player participation policy that the NBA put out that, that without question was aimed at them for their superstars taking nights off when they were healthy and doing this, injury 
prevention type of thing, not injury rehab thing. So the Clippers, to me, I thought, and, and they got out of the gates, you know, with a decent start, and, and they won some games, and now they've completely fallen off. Um, I just felt like they were a motivated group, and now there's too much for them to figure out. And I, I'm just watching Ty Lu, man. Like, I am curious. Uh, I, I, I've said this on the air before. Um, I, I, I just wonder how, at what point he's going to have enough of saying enough of the BS. Like, can we just get down to basketball, right? Throughout his tenure of coaching this team, he's never had a full squad. He's had to look behind him at the medical staff constantly. When can guys play? When do they have to come out? We have to keep them, uh, you know, in bubble wrap. And now he's got a situation where he's going to have to make some very hard basketball decisions, but first deal with egos. And not to say that that's not part of a responsibility for a head coach, because in today's day, it, it maybe is as important, but it never seems like Ty Lue gets to coach a basketball team to worry about the X's and O's. Like, that's never at the forefront. If you had to pick one of the two L.A. teams to be bullish on, knowing what you know now, for the remainder of the season, the playoffs, are, are you going Lakers then, or would you still go Clippers? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I like the Clippers roster way better before the season than, than, Me too. than the Lakers. Me too. And, and, I, and I just felt like you have a motivated Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And I also feel like at some point, like, what, it's a weird X factor to think about. And, and maybe if you're not a hardcore basketball fan, you, you would brush this off. But this is a massive year for the Clippers in their final year at Crypto.com Arena. Steve Ballmer, now listen, I, I'm using the word afford, and I use it in a very different context than you know what's, what's in his bank account because he's got more money than God. But he, he right now needs a team to go into a new arena next season with momentum. That doesn't, need, it doesn't mean they have to win a championship, but they can't look like, they can't look like a lottery team going into next season when he's trying to sell out a brand new building and gain momentum into a new era of Clipper basketball. So I just felt like all the writing was on the wall for this team, especially with the roster one through 15 on, on, the, on their 15 man roster. That was much better than the Lakers. And, and, and I think they're going through a rough patch right now. I think eventually they will be better. And I'd love to like people, people forget. And, and, and I understand it because it's his own fault. People forget how dominant Kawhi Leonard is capable of being. And the fact that Paul George can be a number two on this roster, like I love, I love this team without the Westbrook and Harden factor. And, 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 but the, uh, you just hope those egos don't overtake what they're capable of doing. I, I completely agree. Jared, Jared Greenberg here on the show. Jared, uh, we've, we've now got some of the actual in-season tournament games behind us. Just full contrarian. I don't mean to be a contrarian. I like the tournament. I even like most of the floors. I know I'm like a, on an island of one, one when it comes to the floors. I just like the NBA's trying something different. I'm excited to actually go to the, to the games in Vegas in December. What do you make so far? Where do you come down so far on the NBA's attempt to make something new out of the regular season and eventually this, this in-season tournament final, which will be separate, the semifinals and final here in, in a few weeks? Yeah, I, I, I'm totally open to it. I, I don't understand the people who are coming out thinking it's the worst thing in the world right now. Like, what does the NBA have to lose? There's nothing that's changed right now other than the aesthetics of the courts and some of the uniforms, right? Like, and for me, if, if you're saying, well, it's a, it's, a, it's a, you know, net zero right now, there's nothing, there's no, nothing gained, nothing lost, I, I would say you're probably right, and, but wait until the next round 
which is the knockout stage, the quarterfinals, which, again, still count as regular season games. The, the, the group play, the, the knockout round slash quarterfinals, and the semifinals all count towards the 82-game schedule. So you're, you're, you're motivated to win games in the regular season, which is a plus for the NBA because one of the biggest knocks, and I think it's fair against the league, is that the regular season's lost some integrity over the last several years. But I think the next round we get to, when teams are on the verge of getting to Vegas, get a free weekend in Vegas, get the opportunity to add some extra cash, right? There's a major cash incentive for these players and now for the coaches. I think next round is where you're going to see the competitive spirit raise a little bit. So on top of the courts being different, the uniforms being different, and you're seeing different graphics on TV, I think next round, um, come December 4th and 5th, quarterfinals on TNT, you're going to start to see a lot more competitive basketball. And I kind of liken it to what we saw in the NBA bubble where we didn't know what to expect. And all of a sudden we got some of the best basketball we've ever seen in our lives because it actually meant something more for these guys because they were truly focused on, on just playing basketball at a really high level. Look, I completely agree. And these are competitive dudes. And if you can find a way to trigger that competitiveness, you're going to have outstanding, I think, competition. I think it's going to work. Maybe it works. And you know this. The league has a – they're willing to have a long-term plan, right? It doesn't It doesn't need to be the most successful event on the face of the earth this December. They and think that's, they, that's they can like build where, where I, and, that, and that's where, Bill, like I don't understand some people who are being naysayers about this. The league has fully been transparent by saying we don't have a, a perfect finished product right now with this. Right. We're trying something. We know some things are going to fall flat. Maybe the courts aren't the best idea. Maybe we need to tinker with that. Maybe we need to get away from the special courts. Maybe there's a new aspect of it that we haven't even thought of that's going to come into play next year or in five years. But what's wrong with trying something new that doesn't do anything to diminish? In fact, it only enhances the regular season product, which has been one of the biggest complaints of fans and people around sports for years about the NBA regular season. Completely agree. Uh, Jared Greenberg, massive success. You've deserved uh, NBA on TNT, of course, uh, NBA TV host and reporter. You're, you're, you're a schnazzy dresser. You're giving great answers. Treat yourself. Wear sweats on a short flight. Just one time, treat yourself, throw those sweats on, maybe a cruddy T-shirt, and just luxuriate in that for me because you deserve it. Oh, oh, I appreciate it, Bill. Maybe I'll even wear it on the air, you know, just for you. Wear, wear pants on the air. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'm always watching. I'll be watching. I'll send you a little. Maybe, like, just make sure they do a little, you know, the, the sort of waist-up shot, and they won't even see it. Just have them That's have the point. camera come a little closer. Well, how about, how about this, Bill? Let's make a deal, and, and maybe I can give a little free self-promotion here. We'll try this tomorrow night, Friday night. I, I want to throw this out there. I know a lot of people have been asking this for years. We've been doing it, I think, under the cover of darkness a little bit. But we, we do the NBA's only whip-around show. It's taking you to the biggest moments as they happen live. NBA in-season tournament tomorrow night on the NBA app. you got to watch on the NBA app. It's totally free. You don't have to sign up. And it's commercial-free to watch. 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. We're going to take you to all the biggest games, whip-around style. If you're gambling on the games, I'm going to give you the betting lines. We're going to give you the fantasy component with the injury updates. Everything you need to know, 8.30 Eastern, exclusively on the NBA app tomorrow night. And I will be wearing sweatpants from the waist down. Oh, I'm so excited. I do all my HQ hits from my studio in sweats or nice. tennis shorts Perfect. with a suit coat. Yeah. I walk outside well, check, sometimes. Check out, crunch time. check out Crunch Time tomorrow night and text me, and I'll send you a picture of what I'm wearing. All right, done. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I love it. And, and, look, I know you can't speak to this, but we, I'm going to start getting the movement because it is a great product to get this on NBA TV. 
Like I need well, it'll, it. be, it'll be simulcast on NBA TV at 9.30 Eastern. So the second hour of the show Got will be it. simulcast on NBA TV. The, the, the entire show will be on the NBA app. The second hour is commercial-free on NBA TV crunch time. Watch it tomorrow night. I'm going to be on a plane, but I'm going to try to see if the streaming can work. They tell you not to try, but I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to be Perfect. over the Atlantic. Let's go. Perfect. Let's Buddy, uh, great to have you on the show, Jared, as always, pal. Thanks for making time. Well, th- I'm glad Tom woke me up before today's show. This was fantastic. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 